Good morning, everybody. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. And it is Monday, September 3rd. It is Labor Day. Can you believe it? You know what that means. Back to school tomorrow for those of us in upstate New York. And that is so exciting. I am looking forward to getting back to school. Last week, I set my alarm for 5 o'clock in the morning. I did not get up every day at 5 o'clock in the morning. Some days I didn't get up anywhere near 5 o'clock in the morning. But every morning, the alarm went off. And that was just in preparation. I had no intention of getting up. But I wanted my body to start having that, you know, awakening moment. And I must tell you that the first couple mornings, I'm like, what is that? And why is the alarm going off? So I really needed that. And today, I was up at 4. But I thought it was 5. The dogs got up and I said, oh, they beat the alarm. Because my intention for today was to do the same. But I said, I'm going to get up by 6, no later than 6. Because tomorrow the real thing, you know, no more dry runs of this back to school morning. I took the dogs out, started the coffee, folded the clothes that I took out of the dryer last night. And then I looked at the clock. And it wasn't even five o'clock. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it was four. So I anticipate an early to bed night tonight. Uh, I don't know. Very excited. And for our quote of the day, we're at the letter M again. Can you believe it? We're like halfway through the alphabet a second time. I love it. We're nearing the hundredth episode and I really need to get moving on to see if I can make what I want to do a reality. Which, well, I know I can. Let me let me restate that. I know I can make it a reality. I'm just trying to figure out if I can make it a reality um, by the 100th day. Or the 100th episode. <laughs> so today, I thought we would take a look at mirrors. A quote on mirrors. Because I've talked to a couple people recently about mirrors. And so, I don't know. I just thought that would be kind of a fun... Um, quote and a great discussion for us all to have. I found this great quotation book, The International Thesaurus of Quotations, 1834. I love it. It is beautiful. I mean, the cover is worn and, you know, it's that original binding. 1834 it's from. It was from uh, a parent's, one of my parents' friends that passed away. It was in her book collection. So I said, I wonder what they have for mirror. And I just, I thought this was a unique one because these come from like more books type stuff. Whereas my other quotation areas from speeches, news articles, you know, they come from everywhere. But this one's more, um, I don't know, it seems to have more book quotes by people. I mean, it still has the other ones, but it has like more book quotes. So W.H. Auden said, every man carries with him through life a mirror as unique and impossible to get rid of as his shadow. Hmm. And a German proverb, the best mirror is an old friend. I love that. The best mirror is an old friend. 
Antonio Porcia. Almost always it is the fear of being ourselves that brings us to the mirror. Logan Pearsall Smith. All mirrors are magical mirrors, and we never see our faces in them. All mirrors are magical mirrors, and we never see our faces in them. And that's kind of where I wanted to go today was, you know, I was talking with some different people, and when they look in the mirror, they don't see their beautiful self. They don't see their success and inner and outer beauty. They don't see all that they've accomplished. When they look in the mirror... They see reminders of their past, of their failures, their inadequacies. And, you know, it's easy for someone to say, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful, they're so strong, um, or anything like that. Yet in the reality, we're not the ones looking in the mirror, they are. And as much as I would love to encourage my friends about beautiful and strong and courageous, I see them. You are the only one that can change your perception of what you see in the mirror. No one else. We can pray that you can see the difference, right? Yet that comes from within, especially when it's um, looking in the mirror and seeing reminders of a person you used to be that you are not any longer yet when you look in the mirror that's who you see as much as I would love to take that away I want to encourage you you can do this you can look in the mirror and say look how strong I am and then there's those that look in the mirror and they just see like um you know visual imperfections like you know I have my Nanny McPhee moments. Uh, If you've seen the movie Nanny McPhee, you know, she starts with all of her warts and growths and, you know, long hair, you know, growing out of the growth on her face, you know. And at the end of the movie, Nanny McPhee is so beautiful, right? And as the family learns different life lessons, you know, Nanny McPhee loses one of her ugly attributes, um, probably shouldn't use the word ugly, but I have some Nanny McPhee spots on my face. And when I go to the hairdresser in the salon, I always say, all right, get rid of my Nanny McPhees. Make me Nanny McPhee at the end of the movie. In my, in my uh, hairdresser, she always laughs. She thinks I'm so funny. I said, because I walk in feeling like Nanny McPhee in scene one and I leave feeling like Nanny McPhee at the wedding. So, but that's our perception. You know, I can look in the mirror while I brush my teeth and, you know, I notice my birthmark and this big long hair that has appeared overnight. And I'm like, where did that come from? What the heck happened when I turned 40? You know, I don't feel 40, but sometimes I look in that mirror and I'm like, hello, you were not there Last night when I brushed my teeth, where the heck did you come from? You know, this monster hair, my Nanny McPhee's. And that's what I see in the mirror. Oh, 
that birthmark never went away. Or like this, you know, last week, last Friday, I went and got my hair done for school, got my Nanny McPhears taken care of, and, you know, she waxed, whatever. Well, I haven't been all summer, so I take the summer off. I don't get my hair cut or colored during the summer. I don't usually get my eyebrows done. I do go and get um, my pedicures because, you know, I'm wearing sandals. So I do make sure my tootsies and my feet get taken care of. And I know some people think pedicures are frivolous, yet they're not. They're so necessary. Do you know how much health and wellness there is to a good pedicure? And then it helps your overall health. Who knew that, you know, taking care of your feet actually improves your overall health. But anyway, I digress. And... You know, so she took care of the needing my fears, and I'm like, ugh. And she goes, yep, you turn 40, and all this stuff starts to happen. <sighs> well, I waited too long, so I did have a little bit of uh, a reaction when she did the wax, like above my nose, between my eyeballs. So now those of you that do see me, like, out and about are going to be like, oh, I see what you mean. Like my daughter, my poor daughter, she is um, like allergic to the wax at some places. So she can't like go just anywhere to have like her eyebrows and that kind of stuff done and waxing because she's allergic to a lot of the wax. And our hairdresser, uh, she has similar allergies, which works out beneficial to us because my daughter's not as allergic to the one she uses. It's a little more expensive, but she's not allergic. And so I think that's, you know, that's what matters. But, oh my gosh, I've never had like a reaction. I had to come home and put Neosporna on my head because I had like a reaction to the wax. And I never have a reaction to the wax. It was bizarre. And I'm like, of course, I'm going back to school Tuesday. And I have all of these, um, you know, these little bumps where I kind of had a alert. I'm a little allergic reaction to the medicine or I think honestly it's because I waited so long and it probably pulled you know my roots from the depths of China or something <laughs> you know from the back of my head the roots had to get pulled because I didn't keep it up over the summer so I'm thinking next year I'm gonna have to um not be so neglectful over the summer you know maybe take better care of myself and then as I look in the mirror personally, I have realized I've aged. <laughs> Go figure. You know, I'm nearing 50. You would think, yeah, that's kind of a given, Lisa. You're almost 50. So, of course, you're aging. But I'm going to try this year for school a five-minute face. And so I've been looking online and, you know, watching, like, tutorials on how to do a five-minute face. There's a two-minute face. And... My five-minute face takes me like 10 minutes because I'm such a slow study. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but, you know, when that's when I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, man, a snake gets. But the mirror, according to William Shakespeare, thy glass will show thee how thy beauties wear. My beauty is wearing thin lately. I can still see some beauty within myself, but I can also see that my my beauty could use a little work. But um, in an anonymous quote, the mirror is a device which makes you appear always imperfect. 
and that that's really what hurts I think sometimes especially when I think of a couple um dear women that I know and there's probably more of you and I just don't know it that look in the mirror and all you see are your imperfect imperfections yet when others look at you they see strength determination perseverance courage newness I don't know what it is about ourselves why can't we accept our change why can't we celebrate our change what is it in society that makes us feel like it's wrong to celebrate the new us to celebrate making growth to celebrate the new you right because I'm not the same bratty kid I was at 18 thank goodness right you know my my in-laws they despised me when I first started dating my husband I was 15 the first time we dated and then 18 the second time um you know because I was a little bit snotty and you know I was uh thought I was better than everybody else you know had a chip on my shoulder I was 18 I mean that was part of it and you know that wasn't really who I was but that was the air that I put on I don't know it's just that was part of my age I think most 16 to 18 year olds think they're better than everybody else they know more than everybody else and I guess if they didn't I'd probably be concerned but um I digress you know, I don't look in the mirror necessarily and see my past, and I'm so thankful for that. But I, I also thank my father for that and my mother. Um, I, I struggled with having a positive self-esteem as a kid, and I was always like beating myself up, and you know, I'm never going to be good enough. Blah 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 blah. You know, so I can relate to what my friends are telling me now. But as an adult, it like is mind blowing to me that they could feel that, uh, I don't know, that low about themselves when they're such beautiful, beautiful women. And, and I think of this sign my dad and mom got me. They always used to say, now, go look in the mirror. And my, my dad would make me do this. I hated it. Go look in the mirror. Now say, damn, I'm good. Dad, that's a swear word. When you look in the mirror and you say this, you, you don't you won't be punished. Come on. There's no points for uh you know swearing in the mirror. Say it. Damn I'm good. No, say it like you mean it. Damn I'm good. Say it like you mean it. Damn I'm good. And my father would say, There you go. Now you mean it. Now say it three more times like you mean it. And he would stand there and make sure I was saying it with gusto and that I meant it. And if I didn't, I had to start all over again and say it three more times until I could say, damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm good. And you know what? That silly little activity helped. Well, I don't even know where my parents were at one point. 
but they found this sign and it has like a mirrored blue it's a glass but it almost had like a mirror underneath it it's kind of fun and it's a damn I'm good so my parents bought that for me and gave it to me and it was in my bedroom and I even took it to college with me and it stayed in my dorm I brought it home still have it in my house it's in my daughter's bedroom now but it has like a little reflective piece to it and it says damn I'm good and I remember when my daughter was struggling with her self-confidence because uh I think that's what teenage girls do and especially I think it's getting harder to be a confident woman in society because so much with like Facebook and social media type stuff you know there's not a lot of reality and it's hard for our kids but it has a mirror in it so as I would say damn I'm good I could look and kind of see my reflection in the mirror and it was it was neat so it's always been like above my mirror up until I gave it to my daughter and it went to her room and uh I don't know we need to look in the mirror and say damn I'm good because you know what you are give yourself permission to swear my dad always gave me permission to swear if I was building my self-esteem which I always thought was funny because you know I'd have to put a quarter in the swear jar you know go sit for however many minutes but I don't know why is it so difficult to look in the mirror and just say damn I'm good and that's what I want to challenge you today. Don't look in the mirror and see your past failures, your past mistakes. Don't look in the mirror and see your Nanny McPhee, you know, scene one episode features. Look in the mirror and realize that you are beautifully, beautifully made. Oh my gosh. What? Now I got to look that up. There is a verse um, that talks about that you are fearfully and oh my gosh I'm trying to think of what first oh give me a minute it is uh are you guys like shouting it at me um oh my gosh it's like right at the tip of my tongue beautifully and uniquely made it's old testament I think but I am like drawn a complete blank. Um, you are beautiful. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139. Oh my gosh, right? Something. Is it Psalm 139? Alright, let's look. I think it might be Psalm 139. Now, if I can remember the verses, we'll be better. But it's Psalm 139. I think it's in the beginning. I apologize. This verse just came to me. And so I'm going to go with it. Psalm 139. Is it in the beginning? No. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You guys are like here and I'm off in my search. Um... Psalm 139, verse 13, I'll start. For you shaped me inside and out. You knitted me together in my mother's womb long before I took my first breath. 
I will offer you my grateful heart, for I am your unique creation filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. You see all things. Nothing about me was hidden from you. As I took shape in secret, carefully crafted in the heart of earth before I was born from its womb. You see all this. You saw me growing, changing in my mother's womb. Every detail of my life was already written in your book. You established the length of my life before I ever tasted the sweetness of it. Your thoughts and plans are treasures to me, O God. I cherish each and every one of them. How grand in scope, how many in number. If I could count each one of them, they would be more than all the grains of sand on earth. Their number is inconceivable. Even when I wake up, I am still near to you. So Psalm 139, verses 13 to 18. When you look in the mirror, when I look in the mirror, we need to look in the mirror and realize that God created us and he knows us. And we should have a grateful heart because we are a unique creation. We're filled with wonder and awe. You are unique. You are filled with wonder. You are filled with awe. God created you with excellence. God sees everything and he loves us. And everything God has made is beautiful. You are beautiful. You are handsome. I don't know. Think about it. When you look in that mirror, you are beautiful. You are unique. You're wonderful. And be in awe of the beautiful creation that you are. So I'm going to challenge you that today, because so goes Monday, so goes the week. So today I'm going to challenge you to see the wonder in yourself. See the beauty in yourself. See your strength. See your courage. See the positive change. And if you're courageous and you're bold, look in that mirror and say three times with gusto, damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm good. Damn, I'm good. Try it. And if you do, how do you feel when you're done? I guarantee you, you'll be smiling. It might feel silly. And you need to say it out loud. Don't say it in your head. You have to make it audible. So what if your family thinks you're nuts? And you know what? Sometimes if you're driving and those thoughts of inadequacy and imperfection come at you, and you're at the stop sign, take a quick peek in that rearview mirror and say, damn, you're good. You know, kind of give yourself that okay. Because you are. All right, everybody, have a great day. Have a great week. So goes Monday, so goes the week. So remember, you're good. Have a good one. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.